Hello and welcome. I'm Michelle. And I'm Jessica. And this is Pretty Over Perfect. We are two former neighbors and current best friends who know that perfection is an illusion that could easily keep us from living our best lives. We are here to discover the goodness in the messiness of real life and find joy in the everyday by embracing simplicity, creativity, and a little sparkle. Hello, Jessica. Hi, Michelle, and hello. Welcome to all of our listeners to another episode of Pretty Over Perfect. It's our last episode on style and design, making home, home. And Michelle, I've so enjoyed our conversation last week about our personality types and how that can inspire our decorating styles. And today I'm excited to move into those things that are outside of our personality types, maybe a little bit more. We're going to dive into things like our closets and how that can inspire our design style, movie or TV sets that we've always been drawn to, vacation locations, photographs and art pieces, and just those things as we kind of reflect back on our lives, what are the consistencies in those areas? These are brilliant ways to feel inspired about design. Yes. Yeah, I love looking at these things that have inspired my design style for years instead of, let's say, any kind of advertisement that is selling you a specific object. Of course, there's a time and a place when you might want to buy a specific object. But when you're just really trying to find your style, for me, I've found it helpful to look outside of advertisements in order mm-hmm. to to decide what kind of feeling I'm going for much more than what precise objects I need, if that makes sense. And if we yeah. think of our personal style as something that is developing and growing over time, the more history of interests we have to look at, the more we can really hone in on the things that we like and have liked for a long time and therefore are going to like in the future. And that can give us, again, this style that is more impervious to trends and to feeling like we need to redo it all, all the time, just because it's the next trend. We're on to the next trendy thing that will undoubtedly be untrendy within a matter of months or years. So yeah, yeah, yep. And guess what? This applies to everybody. We've all existed up until now. And as we give ourselves the the space to reflect, I think it, we will all be surprised and inspired by those things that come to our minds as we recall some of these different areas of our lives. Yes, before we start them, I would say too, that if you Listen to our la- our episode last week, and we're thinking about design based on your personality. We did that first for a reason, because mm-hmm. that's really the foundation of this kind of work. Like this kind of work, it can help you figure out how you're going to create that feeling that you are drawn to that we talked about in last mm-hmm. week's episodes. So hopefully this is kind of like that next step of inspiration that will give you more guidance going forward. Absolutely. All right, Michelle, let's first start by looking into our existing closets. Look at our clothing, shoes and accessories. Do we see a pattern? What's been in there the longest, perhaps? Is there something, Michelle, that you've been drawn to consistently that when you look into your your wardrobe right now, that's still there that you are still drawn to? Yeah, when I see the clothes that have been in my closet the longest, I see similar shapes, uh, patterns, and colors that I'm like, yep, I've just never gotten rid of this. And 
Okay, I don't really have anything like too old. But even if I think of things that I've loved consistently over time, even if I don't have that exact object, maybe because I wore it out, which I tend to do with things that I really love, if I can think of those things, I can definitely see a cohesive um, a cohesive vibe that yeah. I've been going for in different ways mm-hmm. throughout my life. And that tells me, okay, I'm continually drawn to these colors and shapes and patterns. And that lets me know that if I find something in that realm, I'm going to love it for a long time. Do you have any specifics that you can think of? So when I look in my closet, I see that I'm continually drawn tr- to structured clothes. I like clothes that fit well, this new baggy uh, oversized trend is just it's not my jam so much but that's okay because I just like a good fit so those are the clothes that I that have stayed in my closet the longest I love beautiful colors I'm always drawn to cooler colors purples blues and icy pinks those are always my favorite and I whether it's like I like to go the spectrum of the year from like spring to winter with like light to dark colors Mm -hmm. but definitely in those cooler clear tones so as we talked about last week those colors plus white so any pure color plus white so not necessarily like just pastels I, I do enjoy a pastel but also dark expressions of clear colors plus white so those are the things that I've had for the longest and that I just think I will keep loving for a long time. Yeah. So, um, as you're talking, I kind of want to know if you feel like there's a consistency between those items in your closet and the way that you design your home. Indeed, there is. I was thinking of a funny reel that I could make of me matching my house in lots of different ways. Um, <laughs> Can't wait. <I'm> like, <laughs> Steve, cut that because we probably shouldn't promise that. <laughs> Don't want to promise um, Yeah, we don't want to promise that. But yes, what I see, I definitely see that I am drawn to similar colors and then I've used them in my house. So I do really like black and white as kind of a basic in my wardrobe and then adding colors on top. The other thing that I do in both my wardrobe and my house is I like clean, simple basics Mm -hmm. with the ability to change out accessories as much as I want. So that's something that I do, like I might wear jeans and a white tee pretty frequently, as long as I can add fun earrings or a cool coat over the top of it. So I have taken that approach in my house as well. The basics or the furniture, I want to be able to last forever and go with almost anything I will ever pick to put on top of it. And that way I can switch out the artwork or the pillows or the, I don't know, throws every once in a while just to get something new and fresh going on. And have that ability to change things without like buying a whole new, you know, piece of furniture or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What about you? What What's in your closet? Well, that you've as loved I for a long time? yeah, as I consider the things that I've kept around, which honestly I am not afraid to donate. I just I donate a lot, but the things that have stayed are those things um, that are similar similar to you, Michelle, that are structured and have um, a good fit the dressier like trench coats have stayed around Mm -hmm. for multiple seasons and blazers i remember myself as a high schooler wearing a blazer to high school and i have always been drawn to that kind of a dressier feel Mm -hmm. though i do have like you also just said 
a good amount of basics. It's like I have my three basic tees, jeans, and then I have dressier structured blouses and blazers or um, more, I don't know, leather jacket, like those kinds of staples. So I really gravitate there. And I see a lot of white, white and black. I'm very less colorful in the way that I dress than you, Michelle. I'm very drawn to neutrals, but I like to accessorize with color and I'd like to wear color in, in a good blouse. But yes, I think I see mostly neutrals in there and I kind of always have been that way. Yeah. I feel like I'm drawn to triangular fits and um but also anything interesting a lines wrap shirts puff sleeve and again anything structured so that's kind of the way i like to dress myself and in my home i'd say it's it's interesting how there there are consistencies like i'm very drawn to i i almost want to say ditto to what you said i do like those basic good pieces in my furniture and then I like to be able to have the freedom to accessorize in different ways with different colors um, with the seasons and I've also had some fun painting furniture um, with some of those I do consider blush a neutral (laughs) which we all know I always talk about my my blush um, entry table but I am so I'm not afraid of color but like you I like to have kind of my basics neutral so that they're buildable yeah so yeah i definitely have colored furniture i shouldn't say that i don't um i have a fairy queen green dresser which is like amazing uh it's like an emerald green or something like that and then obviously i keep talking about my seafoam green furniture (laughs) i guess that that's my neutral (laughs) if your if your neutral is pink then my neutral might be seafoam green as well Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. yeah i think that when we say you know, a basic or a neutral, like your new, your version of neutral and air quotes could definitely be peacock blue or something like that. Just pick a color that you have been drawn to for a long time. And that will help you know, you can like it for a long time. My bridesmaid dresses, they were like a form of seafoam green. So it's like, oh, yeah, like that for a long that. time. Yeah. Yes. And mine was mine was blush. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't so realize. It's like, okay, it's been a while. It's funny because I like I would always say that my favorite color is blue and it yeah and so it's funny that almost as um maybe not as a rebellion but I'm like afraid of buying too much blue stuff <laughs> so then I keep coming to the seafoam green stuff <laughs> which is very much it's a green blue it's a green blue it's very it's very beachy so yes but when I think of like oh wow okay I've been drawn to this color for quite some time that makes me feel pretty confident in for instance getting a couch in that color because I'm not going to hate it as soon as the season change is or as soon as it's no longer trendy. And yeah, that can just give me some, some confidence. Yeah, absolutely. I think when we're considering our closets, another kind of high level way to judge maybe your style is do you have generally dressy or casual pieces? Yeah, not that we have to be in those two boxes. But it's interesting, most all of us can kind of say like Eileen dressy or Eileen casual. Right. It says something. Maybe a, yeah. maybe it's a jumping off point. Exactly. Like I think if 90% of your closet is sweatshirts and athleisure, you're probably not going to want to create a home that feels super high end and fancy in that sense. If 
that's not going to make you feel comfortable because clearly you value being comfortable. And it's okay to value that. And it's okay to want to be cozy and to be comfortable. And so I think if you look at, do I lean towards these more relaxed fits or towards a more structured fit? Do I like freedom of movement or am I okay with something that is a little bit stiffer? Like that can inform your design a lot because that shows you what you're comfortable with in the sense that we make choices for our wardrobe much more frequently most of the time than we do making choices about our home style. So that tells us what are we repeatedly drawn to because we're making those choices over and over and over again. And so, um, you know, if you look in your closet and you're like, yes, I really love this like structured look, that's great. Lean into that. And if you look in your closet and you think, you know, I really prefer to be more comfortable, more casual, that's a higher priority to me. I'm going to pick furniture that allows me to be that and to feel that way in my Boom. house. I think that that will help you really get the the feeling that you're going for in your space. I feel like that's crystal clear. That's so helpful. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to movie or TV sets. So let's consider the ones we've loved for the longest amount of time. And what is the staying power of those sets? What do you think, Michelle? Well, I definitely have the movie set that I have loved for a long time. Whenever I see it, I'm like, yep, that's definitely informed my design for a long time. But Jessica, let's hear from you first. Okay. (laughs) I'm curious. (laughs) So I've always been, this was a fun one to recall because I'm picturing myself as a young girl watching movies or as a teenager watching movies and just kind of the feeling that some of these movies would, would give me the homes in them and how I would dream of having one like it someday. I've been drawn to the tradition, more traditional style of homes, like the one from Father of the Bride, Mr. and Mrs. Mm-hmm. Smith. They're grand and sophisticated feeling, like they have a grand and sophisticated feeling about them. And mm-hmm. uh, just to me, that was... I mean, especially as I consider my personality type, it's like so symmetrical and Mm -hmm. um, like I said, grand, so many windows and the staircase right as you walked in, it just was very, very much what I would always be, um, what I would always be drawn to. What about you? Well, I do love the Father of the Bride movies. And I love like, as you were saying that, that like the staircase is like a character in the movie almost. I mean, it's such a significant part yeah, that's a good of point. the scenes. And, you know, it's like a part of their family. And I love that. That's definitely like top 10 movies for me, for sure. The Father of the Bride movies. But I'm going to go with another Nancy Myers film, which I didn't realize these were all connected until I heard it on the Ask Alice podcast. Well, I looked it up afterwards. She didn't mention this one. But my favorite movie set of all time is Elizabeth James's House from The Parent Trap. Yes, that is a great one. Yes, the mom. I didn't know they were connected. Yes, it's Nancy Myers is the uh, director of all of those movies, apparently. Wow. And yeah, so if you are unfamiliar, Elizabeth James is just like, oh, she's just like the ideal mom, which I'm like saying that. Totally. I'm like, Do I want the house of the <laughs> ideal mom? But she's a wedding dress designer. Her house is just, what I love about it is it's very glamorous yet inviting. You're right. It has this beautiful, like very well thought out, richly layered feeling. And yet it feels very cozy. It is painted in these gorgeous warm colors, which I'm not necessarily a warm colored person. But what I love about it is that it just creates this 
casual, inviting feeling to something that is otherwise very um, elegant and sophisticated. Mm -hmm. So it's like elegant Mm -hmm. and sophisticated, but fun. And I think of things still to this day where I will be like in my closet, like getting ready for the day. And I think of the scene when Annie no, wait, Hallie, pretending mm-hmm. to be Annie, goes to her mom's house and is, like, running her fingers over, like, her perfume bottles and everything yeah. like that. And I'm like, yep, that's still my ideal. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> still my goal to have that, like, little tray of jewelry. And I, and then I was recently watching this movie with my kids. And I was like, yes, this has definitely inspired a lot of my design style and the things that I've been continually drawn to. And the thing I love about it, too, is that, like, at this point, that movie's, like, 25, 30 years old. Not 30, 25 years old, 20, 25 years old. And if I still think that that style looks great and this movie has set, you know, like this set has um, stood the test of time, like that's a great indicator of style that lasts. Mm -hmm. So it's really kind of like a style that's impervious to trends. And it's it's interesting. I really think her house is like, you know, a grown up dollhouse. Like it's just so beautiful, but it's very clear that people actually live there. It doesn't feel like a movie set because it feels so warm and it yeah. feels definitely lived in. And um, I I love that. Like the idea that a house could be both stunning and cozy. It's just like the perfect mix. That is really well said. That's fun. I, I want to go back and watch that movie again. My sisters and I would watch that like every day, I'm pretty sure, for a few years. But you are so right about that. I've watched right it a thousand <laughs> times, like undoubtedly. It's so good. Yes. And you're so right. I just, everybody just gawked at that scene when she met her mom, Elizabeth yes. James, for the first time, you know. Oh, so I fun. know. She's just so, yes, exactly. She's elegant and, her personality. and warm. Right. Her and personality she's is charming. exactly. That. Right. Like she's just like, yeah, so put together, this wedding dress designer, and yet, like, she's just, you know, she so cries cool. when she sees Annie slash Hallie, you know, and, like, mm-hmm. yeah, she's cool, but just so inviting at the same time, and she's just, mm-hmm. like, yeah, she's just the best. I love Natasha Richardson. Um, and her sons said that that was what she was like as a real mother, so. Well, now we like her even more. I know, I know. Elizabeth James. And then does, is it a, really a coincidence? I have a child named Elizabeth? Probably not. No. Okay. And a son with a middle name, James. Uh, I so. thought you did. <laughs> but I'm like, if you didn't say it, then maybe I'm thinking wrong. <laughs> Actually, maybe that's just because we're just white bread through and through. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about vacation locations or your, yeah, any place that you've visited that you've just thought, I love what's going on here and I want to recreate it at my house? Yeah, so I think that there's kind of things that we pull from from multiple places that are different styles, maybe, which is what's so beautiful about as you've, you're living your life and traveling different places, whether they're near or far, there's things that we glean. I do love the look and feel of a coastal home. We mm-hmm. vacationed along the coast of Northern California as I was growing up every year, and I remember driving up Highway 1, which is the highway along... Um, the ocean and just seeing so many beautiful coastal homes that, you know, emphasize lighter tones and shades of blue and green and beige and white that really communicate a relaxed feel. And on the other hand, I'm so drawn to the Victorian home in towns like San Francisco. There's just so mm-hmm. much visual interest and history. And Michelle, you've been to the Painted Ladies. Mm-hmm. They have such fun ladies. colors, elaborate 
gingerbread trim bay windows and um so that's also something that i love and i'm very drawn to and then when we lived in chicago there were many traditional homes kind of like the ones i explain i described in some of those movies with the you know the big front gates and the grand entrances and you know how does this all come together i don't know maybe we pull <laughs> a little bit of the the coastal relaxed feel because i do love that and then mm-hmm. also some of the more elegant finishes from the victorian um and that finishes don't even need to be on the the architect architecture of the home but but rather the way that i decorate you know my shelves mm-hmm. and things and then i think that i will always be drawn to that traditional style as i'm decorating and um i like this american is something traditional is that yeah you? american traditional like mm-hmm. the homes that i would see in chicago and oh okay this is I would consider them American traditional, but I I feel like over the course of the last, I don't know, five, 10 years, I'm realizing that I've kind of flip flopped all over the place, which is so fine and good. And it's part of my journey, but I always kind of go back to that traditional feel. Mm -hmm. And um, so I think it's pretty fun to consider some of those places that I, you know, as a little girl, just looking out the window, just imagining what it would be like to live in a home like i would see uh along the coast and how can i bring that feel you know into my my current space so uh what what about you though michelle you've been to some fun places so i can't hear what i can't wait to hear what you have to say well yeah there's so many places that are so inspiring for different reasons jessica someday you should go to amsterdam because oh amsterdam it's Everything is painted gray, white, like dark gray, charcoal gray with white trim and mm. bright red doors. Oh, and cute. our tour guide once told us it's not because there's any kind of rule that tells people they must paint their houses gray, white, and red. It's just that everyone there agrees these are the best colors. <laughs> and <laughs> so if you like those colors, uh, you know where to go. <laughs> but it's just like you would love it because the houses are just beautiful. Like they're these very stark, high contrast colors, but mm-hmm. then ornately finished. Mm. Um, I don't know what, yeah, fin- fenestration on the houses. And it's just, oh, it's just so beautiful. They look that like gingerbread houses. They're just gorgeous. And then they're even more fun because they're just so exact and precise and perfect, except that they're built on a lake, you know, like Am- the whole mm-hmm. city of Amsterdam mm-hmm. is built on that lake. And so the uh, ground shifts all the time. And so what happens when the, when the ground shifts is you don't just rebuild the whole house, but your front door is usually like off kilter after that. So you just get the door remade to fit in the what? new <laughs> off kilter situation. And so the houses just look like stunning and perfect but then you walk closer and all of the doors and windows are just like whimsically off kilter Mm. and a bit crooked and just delightful like it's just this delightful Mm -hmm. element of surprise that goes with this like otherwise like extremely uniform very very perfect looking street so it's a lot of fun i'll I'll put a picture (laughs) yes please i'm like i'm going to go google after we're done because it's just so fun I love it. So Amsterdam, very fun, although I would say that I love it and 
but there are other places that inspire my design style a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, I'm always drawn to that coastal look too. The Italian coast I think of with like just like these brightly colored houses like tucked impossibly into cliff sides and this look that's like very inviting, very friendly as far as how it is colored. I think is something I'm always drawn to. I remember yeah. that about visiting Mexico. I remember just thinking all of these people want to be my friend because they painted their house like these beautiful, fun <laughs> colors. <laughs> and I really love that. So I, I definitely like a friendly color. Yeah. Um, it's just so charming, I think. And um, something else I realized I'm really drawn to when we visited Prague. Prague is like this beautiful city where it's very old and it survived World War II in a way that a lot of other cities did not. So the buildings are quite old, but they have just started repainting them one by one. And so mm. it's this gorgeous, like very, very detailed architecture, but in freshly painted colors, like just bright and gleaming, mm. almost like Disneyland, but real. And it's just so beautiful. I don't know. It's so... Um, oh, that's why they repainted it because um, the city burned coal for like years and years and years to heat the city. And so like the entire city was like covered in black soot. And mm. over the past couple of decades, they like scrubbed off all the soot and like repainted everything. So it's like this gorgeous architecture, this old world architecture, but with like all these fresh, vibrant colors. And it's mm. just so fun. So that is apparently fun. old things painted new. Is something I like, which yeah. is something I was saying, you know, like the colors could be what ties all of your ideas into mm. each other. Mm -hmm. And um, I also really love Hawaii and just like that tropical vibe, those bright, again, those bright colors, lots of plants, you know, just toss your flip flops off and head to the beach and all of that um, sort of a simple, clean, but very beautiful surrounding look is something that I think that I'm drawn to. So yeah. Um, also, yeah. it's a kind of a vibe too that you yeah. might want to replicate, right? You want people to feel like they can toss their shoes off and just kind of sit down yeah. and relax and converse. And yeah, um, totally. So I think, yeah, that inspires me to consider how I feel in some of these places that I've visited and how I might be able to replicate that kind of invitation in my own home. Yeah. 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 Where are the places that you've enjoyed visiting? And yeah, how could you take that feeling home? You know, do you love like a gilded, glamorous skyline? Could you bring that into your house somehow? Mm. Um, you know, and it, like there are things where you could actually be taking like my brother, he loves New York like the, that. I mean, some of it's very industrial, but also yeah. there's like this gilded edge to everything. Right. And mm -hmm. um, Art Deco and all of those things. And so he like incorporates those in different ways in his home so that, you know, he loves those clean lines of those skyscraper buildings. But then he adds good touches with like metals that bring in that shine a little bit mm -hmm. and um, bring in that that like patina of sophistication mm -hmm. as well. So um, when you are inspired by a place, you don't just have to like 
buy the art of that place. I mean, you can, you definitely can. But what is it that you like so much and would want to maybe bring home? And, you know, I've seen some uh, friends who maybe loved India, their uh, trip to India. And so they brought home some of those very um, richly patterned tapestries and Mm -hmm. that feeling of, um, oh, what? I'm kind of just blanking on the words, but the, the, like highly woven intricate patterns and then played off that in their home, brought out some of those colors. And so you feel not that you stepped into India, perhaps when you walked into their house, but you definitely have that same kind of feeling of those, those rich earthy colors and that uh, those materials are repeated throughout their space. And it, it just gives off a whole delightful vibe. Mm, that's a good example. I'm thinking yeah. of, you know, we're referring to um, some of these places are very far away. And I'm remembering our interview with Lou last year where she said she draws a lot of her inspiration from Disneyland. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's very yeah. accessible to a lot of us, Disneyland. Yeah. And so totally. it's you can find the feeling, the colors, you know, things there even. And maybe Disneyland is even a little bit too far, but there's always inspiration we can draw from the experiences that we're having. And when you're traveling, I feel like you're especially keen to, you know, those colors and the the architecture, just because you're out of your element, you're out of your Mm -hmm. everyday. So your, your senses are very heightened, but um, we can gather those same, those same kind of that same kind of information from our, our own neighborhoods and, uh, the states that we live and the things that we like about where we live. So. Absolutely. Yeah. I also think of like places that I've gone that are just, you know, a a lake house and that cabiny feel and how cozy that feels with like the woods and the um, comfortable furniture and all the trees outside or a lake view or something like that. So it doesn't have to be far away for sure. Like you said, it could just be any place, whether it's a place that we vacationed or a friend's home or any kind of thing that is just a fun place that we love the vibe of and taking a little bit of time to kind of consider how did this get put together? How could I maybe borrow some of this for my own style can really give you some good direction. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Should we move on to photographs or art pieces? Yes. Okay. Why don't you start on this one? Well, this one is, I guess, the most open for interpretation in that we talked about it in our first episode on this subject when we talked about the design elements, finding a focal point. And finding a great piece of art that you love is such a great way to draw inspiration for a room or for your whole house. And it's, yeah, a great place to start if you just find something that you love, even if you can't put your finger on why, Mm -hmm. but it's this great, yeah, let's say a piece of art, a painting. And then I would kind of just take it apart, not literally, but mentally kind of thinking through, okay, what is it that I see? Do I see, is this an abstract painting or is this like a very realistic painting? Is this, or is this a photograph, right? Is this, uh, what kind of colors do I see? What kind of shapes do I see repeated? And as you kind of take apart the elements of the painting or the photograph, you may be able to pick up on those and repeat them throughout your space and 
get a good vibe going that way. I keep saying yeah. vibe, but that's well, just what it is. That's really what we're appropriate. going. It is. It is. Okay, so when uh, you consider your art, Michelle, mm-hmm. let's let's take this a step further and kind of explain or um, use you and me as an example of how okay. maybe you've done this this in your own life and in your own home. Have you drawn inspiration from certain art pieces or? Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes some of my stuff has been like the opposite way. I found the art that goes with what I already had going on, but mm-hmm. then I found art first, right? Or maybe as I, my style has developed, I found art second or first, I don't know, in the middle, in the middle, I guess is when I find mm-hmm. my art just because that's the practical reality of what I'm living with. And I noticed that I am drawn to abstract scenes, but they're real. Like, Uh I am not as drawn to the things that are like pure abstract, just paintings. Mm -hmm. But you know, they're like blurred lines, but you can see what's going on. You can see a lot of sunrises and sunsets and beachy scenes in the artwork that I am drawn to because that's what I love. And so I love those colors. And I have pulled them out in my house in various ways. I'm apparently really drawn to um, feminine beauty because there's a lot of paintings of girls <laughs> in my house. <laughs> I just like to look at that. Michelle, just we very have, nice to look at. We have one. That's we have the, the same, same one. Yeah. Has anyone asked you if that is you? People ask me so no. often. Is that you? Is that you? Or did you draw that of yourself? I'm like, <laughs> I have does a that look one like that me? people ask if it's me, but not that really. One. Well, do you think that that one looks house, like she's me? She's kind of hidden. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it looks like nondescript girl. So yeah. okay, well, sorry, we'll have to provide maybe some. You know, actually, supportive. I gave a painting to my friend Mallory that I found on Etsy, and then I loved it so much, I also bought one for my house. But oh, cute! Um, I loved it because it. I mean, it's the back of this girl, but she has long, dark hair and she's in a sun. She's in the um, ocean as the sun is setting. And definitely when I saw it, it reminded me of Mallory Mm -hmm. because it looks like it could be Mallory. Mm -hmm. And then also when it's in her house, people are asking her if it is her because it very, very much could be. That's fun. So if I find you in a painting someday, I will send it to you we do also we have we have some other matching art we also have our beach girls oh yes our beach girls yeah yeah and i think we have fun. one more thing oh well i forgot well we we also have the um the bust of the woman who is a planter <laughs> we have That's a lot what? of girls in common the the planter girl who is it's like the bust of the woman but her head is open and so it's oh a planter. yes Oh, yes. yes. Okay, that's the one. Yes. Yes. Yes, we do. Okay, so, so you find art, the beginning, the middle, and you kind of know what your style is now. So when you're looking for art, you, you, you've, it matches your vibe. But maybe yeah. in the beginning, at least for me, as I'm kind of I'm picking out art, putting it on the wall, looking at it for a year, I'm like, ah, not quite. Or, oh, yeah, I'm so drawn to this one. I just, I love my... I love the decision to buy that that piece. It really represents my style. So it is definitely 
a process and yeah. it's it's a fun process too because it it's the art that we're talking about is affordable like we love like yes. we've said in the past etsy and hobby lobby and it's other posters yeah right uh, other places that are very affordable so it, it can be a fun way to kind of get to know your style a little bit better totally yeah and i think yeah if you even if if you find like a postcard you know, I'm a big fan of postcards, but even like a small piece of art that maybe can't necessarily be framed or it might be part of a gallery wall or something like that. Like it might not be huge, but if you ever just stumble across a piece of even a tiny piece of art and you say, I just love everything about this, you know, take it home and then figure out how you can draw on that. Right. So it doesn't necessarily have to be huge, but yes, Michelle, you have taught me this through example when you walk through michelle's home everywhere you look it's just full of tasteful details that represent michelle represent you and represent the life that you're living and the experiences that you've had and the things that are most important to you and i think that that's really what we're going for here is to create mm-hmm. a space that is is us you know it tells a story about us so one of my favorite ways to combine sort of two of these elements, my vacation locations and photographs is that I love to take photos on vacation, not of my family. I mean, obviously I take pictures of my family, but my family is not in these pictures that then I will print out and frame as part of my collection. And one of my favorite ways to get very cheap art, as I've mentioned before, is posters. But how much more fun is it if it's a photo you took on vacation of something you love or it doesn't have to be vacation it could just be it could be your hometown it could be a place that you really enjoy being any kind of thing and take a picture of it and then get it blown up to poster size at staples for like 20 30 bucks and then put it in an ikea frame and there you go you've got a giant piece of art that you love because it's a great photo that you took and reminds you of something special and sends you all of those happy feelings from when you were on a trip and it can just be so much fun to to do that and it's a great way to get nearly free art or as free as it's going to come if you are trying to make it that big so i love doing that oh another thing too is that i've found even like high school people that i know who are great artists or they are budding artists and i have had some of my pictures that I've taken and I've asked them to be painted by these budding artists. And then that's super fun. Cause then I have like a hand painted painting of my picture and then like, voila, special art to go in your house. That's so, brilliant. That's such so a fun find, idea. Where do you find, find a these, budding artists? Where do you find these budding artists? Oh, well, we just know a Facebook group. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure there is a Facebook group. If you have a friend who is a high school teacher, the first one that I ever got was very sweet because a friend of mine got uh, she had it made for me by one of her students and it's beautiful i definitely still have it framed in my house it's always out my brother is also a great artist so occasionally i will commission pieces from him and uh, those are always in the rotation as well so it's just a fun way to do it and then i'm really working on my son henry i'm trying to really get him to be the artist i mean he's quite quite an artist already but we're really working on those skills so that someday he can just he can be your on-demand artist on-demand artist paint me this but the um, i was thinking about this because one of my favorite pieces that i acquired recently was when we were on 
vacation over New Year's at Catalina Island off the coast of L.A. I just took this picture. It's actually oh, of an yeah. ice cream shop. What? Sorry. I think I know which, which picture you're talking about. And oh, yes. I was saying, oh, oh yes. yes. So cute. So I took this picture of like an ice cream shop and it's just so cute. And then I just blew it up for 20 bucks at Staples, as I mentioned. And it's like so fun and it makes me smile every time I open the door. I love actually that. hidden in my bathroom. But still, got to have fun when you're in the bathroom. No. But see, that's another that. way you get to bring your experiences into your space when you can take your own photo of something interesting. Maybe it's not like so literal, like the iconic thing we all think about yeah. for that sort of city, but your own perspective yeah. and then frame that up. Yeah. That's a fun idea. Totally. Totally. I think it's even more fun when it's not the iconic thing, but instead it's something else that like is maybe even like an inside story that you have with your family or friends or whoever you went on these trips with. I have this little picture framed in my Instagram wall. I guess it's not framed. It's just in the Instagram wall and it will always make me laugh. It's a Venice beach in California. And I took this picture like crossing the road so you could perfectly see the letters Venice hung over the street in this one way. And I will always remember that my friend was like, you almost got us killed to get that picture. <laughs> and so don't risk your life. But you but, didn't. You know, I did it. And now it's like this fun story that every time I see that, I am reminded of that moment and that trip that we had together. And yeah, it might not even mean all that much to anybody else if they saw this photo, but it brings me joy. And what is your house and your space for, if not bringing I was gonna you say, joy? That is the point right there. That is yeah. what takes a house and makes it a home, which is what we've been talking about all month. That's how we make it personal, make it comfortable and I think that those are the spaces that fill us with the most delight because they're reminding us of those different experiences. And that's just a beautiful thing. So I think that these are some great points to consider. And it's a fun exercise to take a few minutes to think through the movies you've always loved, the homes and the movies you've always loved, and um, the places that you've visited. And I, I really do feel like the easiest way to kind of determine your style is to go check out your closet because it's yeah. you, you get dressed every day and we don't really, you know, think about it as hard as we think about designing our homes, but we yeah. do it. And so um, all of these points are great points of references and points of inspiration. So hopefully this month we've all been kind of having our wheels spin and can maybe implement a few principles to help our houses feel a little bit more like us and feel a little bit more like home. That's right. And if this in any way inspired you to make a change or just to show us something in your house that you already love and is already working for you, send us a photo or a video on Instagram. Yes, We'd love to see idea. it. We have heard some stories rolling in of inspiration from yeah. this month. So let us know. We would really, really love to see you know what? what you've done with your spaces. I'm glad you say that because... You guys, it's Michelle and I over here conversing, and I don't think that you listeners understand how much it means to us to hear that you enjoy the episode, but also like the things that you are inspired to implement um, in your own lives. Like that is so rewarding and helps us keep feeling motivated to keep showing up. So That's we right. appreciate any and all feedback and hope that there is something that you can get from this that will better your life in some way. Yes. That's the real point of why we're doing this is to be in community with all of you. So yeah. anytime you want to text us or message us or call us, we would love to hear from you. 
Okay, and that concludes our month of home. And I'm really excited to come back next month and tackle a whole new subject. That's right. We'll give you the uh, day off for Halloween next month. We'll see you back back, uh, November... Something like that. Okay, we'll see you in November. (laughs) Until then, bye-bye. Bye.